I love this next guest again, Steve Schripp, a longtime friend of mine, decades. Again, star of The Sopranos, Blue Bloods, also did a very good job in, uh, he played uh, Leo on The Secret Life of the American Teenager. He's made movies, he's done it all, and he's back on the program. Stevie, good morning, buddy. How are you? Sid, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing how great. I'm great. I'm How's sitting there. How does it feel to be the top guy? Huh? <laughs> yeah, it feels good. Uh, the show is number feels one. Good. Yes, You're a political power player you became. Yeah. I knew you when you were just a schmuck. They called you Sidious. <laughs> now you're a big shot. That's true. Bob Raceman, every Sunday in the New York Daily News, he writes the sports uh, column, referred to me, to Stevie's point, as Sidious for the better part yeah, well, of eight he's, years. He's a cranky old guy, and, yeah. uh, you know, like <laughs> Schnick, the two of them, but uh, look at you now. You're hanging out with the mayor. You're not going to get a toupee. Please tell me you're not going to get a toupee. Because no, a lot not. of these guys get toupees when they get big. You know, oh, don't get a funny. toupee, Sid. That is so, no, you know, that's come up. I don't know how you know that, Steve, but I swear that's come up in conversation. But I think I think I look really sexy as a bald man, so I'm not yeah, going to do yeah, it. don't get a toupee. But if you do, you got to get like an afro, the curly, because you, you get the afro type of toupee, you know? Maybe one night I'll try it, see how it goes. So I was thinking about you the last couple of nights. Because I go to the garden, I go with Corey Stelnick to the Nick games. He gets me row one, literally right behind where you sit. Went to the Ranger game last night with Pete Morgan, also on the ice. And I go, who does this all the time? Who's like a real New Yorker who's always at the big games, Knicks, Rangers, Yankees? And I'm telling you, Stevie, you came to mind first as the real New York sports fan there almost every night, Steve Sharippa. And you're still doing that. Well, I was, you know, not as much this year because I've been working a lot. But I was at the, I was at the Boston game, which was great. The Garden was just electric, man. You know, things are going good there, and uh, the Knicks are playing good. And then I was at the hockey game a couple of weeks ago. I went to a couple of hockey games recently. I've been working a lot on Blue Bloods, but I've been – listen, of all the things, you know, or being a half-assed celebrity like myself, okay – I'm being serious. Of all the things you get to do, right? Yeah, you get invited to this, invited to that. Going to the garden is my favorite thing ever. Me too. You know, going there, watching the game. Uh, you know, I've been around the garden, you know, since I moved back here from Vegas in, in 2000, you know. And it's just a dream to me because I sat all the way up in the blue seats in college. The top, 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 top. Two tickets for two, there was six dollars each with your student card, wow. and I sat up there many a time. And I used to say, "Who sits down there? How do you get to sit down there?" Wow, so that's that is great. my favorite yeah. thing. I mean, there's nothing yeah. like Madison Square Garden, you know. Honestly, you know, especially uh, when they're winning. Especially right now, it's like '94. I mean, they're both really good and they're both winning. And of course, we're not there yet. '94, both teams played in the finals, and the Rangers won. But it's got that feeling right now. To your point, it is really exciting. And you were being very humble just now, Hap. Asked you not. You're a no, big, no, big time. Serious. That's my favorite thing to do. I, mean, me I, I My kids I have yeah. been there since they're little. My wife, I yeah. take friends. The garden has been very good to me. Jim Dolan, for all the people that knock him, Jim Dolan's a good guy. I like him, and I know that he He's spends a, a lot of money. Guy. Yep, he spends a lot of money on both teams. He tries to win, and I'm okay with him keeping attorneys out because outside my wife, I hate attorneys. So I'm all good with uh, Jimmy Dolan. But uh, well, listen, I, I, I'll be honest with you. Listen, if I owned a restaurant 
or a bar and somebody I didn't like, uh, I don't want them to come in. Well, I don't, I don't want them to come in. I own the place. Right. He owns the place. He can let in who he wants to let in. That's, That's it. it. That's just like Oni Buko what I did. Feel like. Just like Oni Buko did. If he didn't like you, you weren't allowed in. But there you go. Right? <laughs> yeah. These guys. Uh, there's guys that do there's these crazy chefs that throw people out for complaining every day. You, 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 you know, you hear them. You know, years ago in Vegas, I was with, and I'm not, I'm not even just name dropping. I don't even people know who Jerry Vale is. Jerry Vale was a really cheap guy, really cheap. So we're in a <laughs> restaurant. It's me, him, and a comic named Joey Villa. We're having lunch. He calls the waitress over. He complains that uh, it's watery in his pasta. The chef came out. I saw it. My, get out. <laughs> he said, uh, no, no, but Chef Piero, it's a, get, get out. out. Don't come back. Get that out. I saw great. it. Just, oh, that uh, is right great. Lunchtime. I love that. That's great. I, I, I was hoping it wasn't Steve Moderano, but it wasn't. Uh, no, it, no, that was no, way no. before Steve. Piero, who yeah. was the original yeah. Anybody in Vegas knows Piero was the original celebrity chef. So I brought up Artie Bucco because uh, you're in conversation with the Sopranos show. You and Imperioli, I know Vinnie Pastore does it too. March 11th at the Schubert Theater in Boston. April 1st at the Strand Ballroom in Providence. Now, we're over 20 years, Stevie, since that first episode We've had some tragic losses. Jimmy dying years ago was a shocker. We lost our mutual dear friend, Tony Sirico, last year. In fact, Lorraine is coming on this show Tuesday, but you've endured a whole bunch of stuff the last 20 years. But no matter what, no matter what show was doing well, people still want The Sopranos. And you and Michael are doing a great job bringing that show around the country. Well, listen, uh, Sid, there's a new generation of, uh, of kids watching this show, kids that were too young to watch it when it first came out. So you got kids in, in, you know, when I say kids, I mean, their late teens, their 20s, even their 30s. They're just watching the show now with streaming. There's more people watching this show all over the world now than watched it when it was on. Really? Because only 11 million people, which is not relatively a lot, had HBO back then. Okay? So there's more people watching all over the world. We did the podcast, me and Michael. Uh, we got 250,000 listeners, viewers, uh, uh, show. Uh, we sold it, actually, to HBO Max. It'll be coming out on HBO Max with clips. So if we're talking about the Pine Barrens, you'll see a clip of the Pine Barren. <laughs> we're talking about Tony Sirico, you'll see Tony. So uh, the thing has got a long life, you know. Uh, you know, we had the book. It was a New York Times bestseller. Uh, you know, and it's still holds up every bit as it did when it first aired, you know. And we do these shows, we give you a peek, you know, we, we, we give you a peek behind the curtain, we tell stories, it's all comedy driven, we tell funny stories about Tony and Jim, things that happen on the set. Uh, we have a comic, Joey Cola, he opens the show for us, we show clips, we show slides, we do a and a with the audience. And, you know, we've been selling out everywhere. We were just in Patchogue, Long Island, uh, you know, uh, not Boston, we're going to be in Peekskill, the Paramount Theater uh, in October. October 7th, you know, we go to Detroit, we go, uh, we're going to be in Connecticut. So, you know, the show's a lot of fun to do. Vinny's very funny. Michael's, you know, don't forget, he wrote five episodes. Yep, yep. Michael was in that writer's room, so he knows more than anybody. And it's been wonderful. We have a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, we get together to talk about the show. We tell the stories. And uh, listen, uh, Lorraine, 
uh, in the past has done one with us, and Tony Sirico yeah. did one yeah. with us. One time, Tony Sirico. So, so it's called, when we first started like this, it's called Comedy and Conversation with the Sopranos. We're in Detroit. The room is packed, <laughs> 950 people, yeah. and the comic that was on, I won't mention names, he bombs. Not Joey Coley. He, this guy bombs. Let, let, let's use Wait, the name. Let's just use the name Pat Cooper because we hate him anyway. Ah, <laughs> I wouldn't be, would be on stage with him. <laughs> Listen to me. Him and him and De Blasio, two worst people to walk the face of the I know, earth. I know. I know. I know. The two of them. Yeah. Okay. I know. So it's a comedy conversation. We're bombing. The, the guy's asking us questions. It's not going well at all. Some guy yells out a heckler. Where's the comedy? And Tony Sirico goes, shut your goddamn mouth. <laughs> and it's like I almost fell off my bus. Oh, I couldn't God. believe what I just saw. And oh. everyone starts laughing like he's oh, joking. Oh, that was it. That was and it. And that broke the ice. Yep. And then we get rolling along. But Tony had no, like, we're going to lose the audience. He didn't care. He didn't care. I mean, he was so great. Oh, God, know? I know. I love him. I miss him so much. I'll tell you and, this. And let me tell you, after yeah. after Jim Gandolfini, after Tony Soprano, Paulie Walnuts yeah. was the second favorite, char- favorite character of everyone. I think you're right. But, you know, you were very humble earlier. You called yourself a half a celebrity whatever. But I'm going to ask you this. Jimmy Gandolfini, Tony Sirico, Lorraine Bracco, Michael Imperioli, all the great Steve Buscemi Sopranos, Blue Bloods. Tom Selleck, Donnie Warburg, all these credits. Uh, I can make the argument Sopranos is the best cable show ever. I can make the argument that Blue Bloods is the best police drama ever on network television. And what do both of those shows have in common? Not those other guys. You. Oh, thank you. Thanks. <laughs> no, but listen, uh, the, the reason, uh, look, uh, Blue Bloods is a family show, and it's a wonderful cast, right? And uh, it is pro-cop. It's not like a lot of these cop shows where the cop's the bad guy. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I know how you feel. If I'm in trouble, God forbid, or my family's in trouble, I call a cop. I'm pro-cop. And that's this show is pro-cop, and it's very as popular as ever. I think it's the fourth a highest-rated scripted show. We've been and we're in our thirteenth season. We're winding up. We have wow. three episodes to go. You know, and the great Bo Deedle did one. I missed him on set, but oh, he was I there. saw I saw the scene. He's at a wedding and he starts beating up everybody there. And talking about being pro cop, a real cop, one of my best yeah, friends and, actually. Know, I, I, he was there and they loved him on set. Yeah, Joe Esposito. No, no, but, but but also what Joe Esposito, who was the former chief of police, he's also in this season as a bartender. So two real oh, cops. Oh, that's great. You yeah, see, I don't know. You know, yeah. I, you know, the thing is, people think you know, like everybody sees each other, knows each other. I haven't seen uh, Robert Klahesi all season. I saw Selleck like twice. You know, you work with who you work with. I work with Donnie. I work with Bridget Moynihan always. I work with you, Listen, night. you guys are great. You and Bridget together have great chemistry. She's great. great. She's such yeah. an underrated actress. She's yeah. so great. So, you know, uh, it, it, the show's great. I've been on the show for eight seasons. I've done 127 episodes. Wow. More than double The Sopranos. Uh, you know, we're waiting to see if we get picked up, which everything feels pretty good about a 14th season. And, uh, 
you know, it's great. You know, Sid, maybe maybe you'll come on one day. Oh, I would love to do that. I'm maybe begging. you'll come on, uh, but no toupee. No toupee. <laughs> no, come on, bold. I know you're going to hair club for men. I got a feeling you made that call. You're right. You got me. Guilty. Guilty now, is charged. Who comes to the set a lot? Our mutual dear friend, uh, Pete King. Yes, he loves. I know he's always posting pictures. He loves you and Bridget Pete and Donnie. He's a good man. Yes. He's an honorary blue blood. They yes. love, Tom Selleck loves him. Donnie loves him. He yep. comes to the set. He's a he's a good man. Uh, it's really great shooting in New York on the streets of New York. I remember I shot in Bay Ridge earlier this year and uh, uh, all over the city. It really is. Uh, it, it's really good. It, it's really. Uh, I've been very lucky and blessed to, uh, uh, you know, get a spot on that. Well, show, I mean, you, you, know? you, you were lucky to get shots in the Sopranos and Blue Bloods, but your talent is the reason why you keep coming back. Go check out my dear friend Steve Sharip. I'm so proud of him. He's great. In conversation with Sopranos, March 11th at the Schubert Theater in Boston, April 1st at the Strand Ballroom in Providence, Rhode Island, coming to some theater near you at some point. And again, Blue Bloods every Friday night here in New York on CBS. Stevie, not just a great actor and a great guy, but a dear friend. I love you to pieces. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sid. Thank you very much. And keep uh, knocking them dead. Thank you. Bernard is looking out for you, buddy. Uh, I'm sure he is. Thank you, and very, very proud of both of us. Thank you, Steve Sharippa. There he is, folks. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.